0: You know that I'm antiquated because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman makes. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Let's talk. I mean, this. You know, this. This may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? This is R.C. Blakes, and I am so excited to be able to again talk to you. And I, I pray that all is well with you. Um, that is my sincere prayer that all is well with you. I have something that I want to discuss tonight. And uh this may not be we may not be so long tonight because uh it's really just a conversation that I want to have. It's not really a lesson per se, um, but it's it's something that's concerning. And before we get into that. Let me first of all say to you, I'm no counselor. I'm no therapist. uh, I'm just a man. I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. I'm an author. And I have some opinions about life that I I love to share. Uh, If you need counseling, you will find in the description uh, a link for BetterHelp, which is a counseling agency that really sponsors what we do here. I believe in them, so I encourage you when you need professional counseling to go to them. When you use that link, uh, it'll afford you 10% off, and they will in turn bless the ministry. So if that's something that that works for you, look into it. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, rscblakes.com and sign up for my mailing list. If you've not registered for Kingology, which is happening in just some weeks for men, October the 10th, 2020, you need to do that. Uh, Queenology, the second part of Queenology 2.0, the training for reigning is also available for registration. That's happening in December of 2020. So just uh, just some things that I want to say before we get started. I want to talk about how a woman's broken consciousness may sabotage good relationships or potentially good relationships. How does a woman's broken consciousness bring her to a place where she's actually perpetuating um, her relational failure or failures and does not even realize it? Well, let's let's start off with some uh, definition. What is broken consciousness? Broken consciousness is when the woman has been so battered, abused, and misused by the systems of life, from religion to uh, entertainment to um, academia. You know, even to the basic family structure, the message has been driven into the woman that somehow she's inferior because she's female. And the next message that is piled up on top of that is that the only way for her to have worth is to be in proximity to a man. So she equates worthiness with um, her relationship to man, even if that relationship is abusive or unhealthy. The third message that's piled up on, on that um, is that she has to perform uh, to be valuable. And this performance, 99% of the time, comes back to sexual. And so the woman grows up believing these lies and she she formulates uh, an entire psychology around philosophies that enslave her. We call this female slave conditioning. It's where it's where um, a perverted male society intentionally takes a little girl's mind and begins to twist it. And the older she gets, it begins to twist it even the more so that when she becomes a grown woman, society can manage the woman with triggers. And so you find, you find a a woman with broken consciousness who's been female slave conditioned moved by triggers A man knows that um, he can get your attention and more than likely control you. If he says to you, I'm leaving because in your broken consciousness for a man to separate from you means that you're losing your identity and your worth. Or a man says to you, you're fat or you're ugly. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. Well, that's a trigger that your female slave conditioning has produced this broken consciousness that responds to that kind of language in a way that you'll end up apologizing to a man that's done everything to harm you. And you've done everything to please him. You'll end up apologizing to him for being too fat or being too ugly. Of course you're not. But it's, it's the system that you've been um, raised in as a woman. And it's so, it's so significant. This broken consciousness, female slave conditioning thing is so very serious that um, I would say most of the pushback that I may get comes from women. I mean that that may be hard to believe, but most of the pushback that I get comes from women. You know, I, I have this thing that I do in the church um, where I talk to women in ministry. You know, wisdom for women in ministry. Those of you that may be women in ministry, you should probably check out my online course. Uh, wisdom for women in ministry. But you would think that, you know, I would get a lot of uh, male leaders that would come against just that concept of, of women being vessels to preach the gospel or declare the good news of Jesus Christ. No, the reality is that 95, 98% probably of the people that might have uh, a thumbs down on that message are women. When I'm bringing the message directly from the Bible and I'm speaking to the empowerment of women, it's women that have been so conditioned. Women actually say a woman can't lead. A woman shouldn't preach. A woman shouldn't, uh, you know, speak the, the message. It's that I never understood it before. But as I've as I've grown and as I've gone deeper, I'm realizing that this has been. The female slave conditioning that has produced the broken consciousness that the woman is incapable of even seeing herself for all she's worth. And so when you're living with this reality, when you're living with this reality, that more than likely you're suffering from one extent to another, from this thing called uh, broken consciousness, you have to simultaneously understand that you're probably impacting your failure or your failures in developing healthy relationships, that all of your not having found A healthy relationship with a great man is not due to age. It's not due to geography. It's not necessarily due to all of these other things that you might imagine. But some of this has has a lot to do with the psychology that you live with based on the female slave conditioning that you have endured which has produced your broken consciousness because you don't know who you are. When someone approaches you on your truest level, you don't necessarily know how to respond. And the saddest reality is that you may respond in ways that will repel the very thing you're praying for. In other words, if you don't, if you don't get your, your mind together You may live your life in a way that the very kind of man that you're praying to step into your life when he comes, you may push him away. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 and 15, it says looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness. This is one of my favorite texts, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. What he's talking about there is if we do not rectify the pains of our past, those pains will pop up at the most inopportune time and wreck a brilliant future. And if we don't deal with, you know, for some of you, this is your first time ever hearing even a conversation around the things that i 'm talking about, and this is this is the pain that women live with every day. but if that pain is not dealt with, and if that that root of bitterness is not pulled up and some say well i'm not bitter'm I'm, I'm not i'm not angry sometimes you're sometimes you're bitter and angry and don't realize you are sometimes your anger has you know turned into You know, things like, um, what do we call it? I'm an introvert, meaning you, you live like a hermit. You stay inside. You don't talk to anybody. You don't go anywhere. Many times that's anger manifesting itself in some indirect fashion. Sometimes your anger is manifested. Okay, I'll give you a real life example. I've been walking lately trying to just really get a handle on my health. And um, so I have this, this trail I walk, which is like two miles around. And so I walked for two miles the other day, and I, for a couple of days last week I paid attention. I said, now I'm gonna see how many women that I pass by will, will say hello, will make eye contact, smile, Because, you know, I'm always talking to women and women talking about, I can't meet a man. The man never approaches me. So I said, let me just see. And do you not know if I would venture to say if I pass by 20 women on that trail? And I mean, we're going opposite directions. So at some point we, we come, we can come, we should come eye to eye. If I pass by 20, 18 of them did not smile, did not look up, did not speak. Now, because I do what I do, I realize that this does not speak to their uh, character or their kindness as a woman. But what it does say to me is that there are a lot of unresolved issues when a human being can be in a space where other humans are and you're not well-adjusted enough to look And make eye contact with a person. And say good afternoon. Hello. You know. That said something to me. That we have a lot of women. Who are dealing with this root of bitterness. And it's springing up troubling you. More than you even realize. In fact. Many of you don't realize it at all. You may be thinking about it now. That we're having this conversation. That. You may be at the driver's seat of all of the relational failure you're having. That it could very well be that good godly men have come into the circle, but you have not been whole or healed enough to actually engage. Well, let me just share these one, two, three, four talking points and then I'm done. And I just want to share them and I'm done. Number one, when when you have when you're struggling with broken consciousness as a woman, one of the things that I've discovered, you know, in dealing with so many women, in dealing with so many women. From all walks of life, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, European, American, you know. All kinds of women. Women in their 60s, women in their 20s, all kinds of women. One of the things I have discovered is that when when you're struggling with broken consciousness, it will make you reject respectable treatment as unattractive. When you have been conditioned by a culture that is um, underwritten by toxic masculinity, this culture perverts your psychology as a woman to a point that you will reject respectable treatment from a man and you'll call it unattractive. Your female slave conditioning has trained you that misogyny is manhood. Hmm. In other words, you are, watch this now, you are, you have become so toxic, you are moved by hateful masculine energy and you call it attractive. So if a man calls you a a B, I can't even bring myself to say it. You respond because that's what the culture has trained you to do. You know, if if a man screams at you and gets aggressive with you. You call your girlfriends later, say, child, he, he put me in my place. I tell you what, he's a real man. He's a real man. He's a real man to to become aggressive and almost look like he might become physically violent with you and you hanging around talking about he's a real man? That's that's that that's that toxic, um, that's that broken consciousness, that's that female slave conditioning that's at work in you, and you don't even realize it. Now, another man will say, Good morning. Hello, how are you? Open opening doors for you. I can open doors for myself. You know, even as, even in traveling, as much as I do when things are normal, um, I really had this um, and listen to my language. I had this habit, as as a classical man, of you know, when traveling, I would reach for the ladies' bags and I would put their bags overhead. I noticed that a lot of guys just sit there and look at them, and I would be, ah, you ain't no man, until I started discovering how many women got offended, got literally got offended by me reaching for their bag. I mean, jerked the bag out, I, I, can, I can handle my own bag. I said, well, God bless you, handle your own bag. And I started realizing that the psychology of this modern woman is so twisted that she's offended by chivalry. She's offended by a gentleman. Now, could that be you? Could, am, am I describing you? Are, are you the kind of woman that rejects respectable treatment? and you view it as unattractive. You know, a man that uh, approaches you like a decent man approaches a decent woman, you say he ain't got enough, you know, swag or whatever y'all call it. You know, he comes up and he says, hello, you know, may I, um, um, you know, can we can we get coffee, you know? He's not coming at you all sexual, looking at you up and down, looking like he's looking through your clothes, looking under your clothes. He, he's coming to you, looking you eye to eye, and he's asking a simple question. Can we get coffee? And you're going back. I ain't going nowhere with him. He, he's a square. He's a square. But is that really just your broken consciousness? Watch this. Working against you. You got to think this. You got to think about this now. You have to think about this. Listen to what the Bible says in Romans 12 and 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, this culture, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, why does the mind have to be renewed? It's because the world has pre programmed you for failure. Now you have to allow the Word of God. To renew your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You need need your brain washed. You need a thought overhaul. You You need your mind renovated. Because you may very well be the kind of woman that views respectable treatment as unattractive. And you leave a man That has a job, loves God, respects you, is mild-mannered, and you reject him and go around the corner in a man whose pants are hanging off of his behind and all of his draws out, underwear for whatever side of the track or part of the world you're from. You know... Not even groomed properly, probably hadn't even taken a decent bath, smelling like cigarettes and a whole lot of other stuff you smoke. Smelling like liquor and screaming from across the street, come out how fat your derriere is. And there you, you giggling. <laughs> you think that's attractive and this guy can get your time and attention. You have to stop for a minute and you have to realize something's seriously wrong with you. And the last thing you need right now is another relationship. You need an intervention. You need a counselor. You need a therapist because you need to find yourself. You, you will reject. Okay, it's the, it's you, you, you're going to reject the prince because you're attracted to the frog. You see how twisted that mentality is? You reject the prince because you want the frog. That's your, that's your broken consciousness sabotaging. Number two, your broken consciousness as a woman may be sabotaging your relationships in this wise. It makes you leave husband material in the friend zone. I, I did a video the other day on Instagram I said, you know, I was being funny, clowning. I said, I know where your husband is. You want to know? You want to know? I know where your husband is. You want to know? Everybody said, I want to know. I know where you left him at. Where did I leave him? You left your husband in the friend zone. You'd be amazed at how many men that have never made a romantic um, push towards you. But have been in your circle just love being in your company just spend hours in conversation with you these guys are not gay these guys don't have relationships when you see a man spending that much time with you and and loving to talk with you and is always available for you and and is just like a great friend you, you may very well be looking at your husband but your your broken consciousness won't allow you to recognize him your broken consciousness will not allow you to see him for who he is now watch this and I hear some of you saying well he's he a friend he gets a friend well I've been married 25 years and I have a Successful marriage. I have I have a successful marriage. And can I tell you that the foundation of our relationship is that we are friends, is that I love talking with her. I love hanging out with her. Come on now. It has it was the beginnings of our relationship and it has been the lifeline of our relationship. So why would you not be able to at least consider a man that is a good friend, that there's a possibility this could make for a great relationship and ultimately possibly a marriage? It's because your broken consciousness says that any man that is well-adjusted enough to be your friend cannot be your lover. Because you think about it, the men you're attracted to, they are aloof, they are emotionally unavailable, Uh, they are difficult to talk to, they don't have much conversation. Um, You spend most of your time almost tracking them down, running behind them, they're not really available to you. That's the way society has trained you, and now your broken consciousness is sabotaging You see, your broken consciousness limits your perception. In other words, you can't imagine beyond your internal belief system. See, subconsciously, there's a conversation going on within you that says, I deserve this, I deserve that, I deserve that. And when you look at a man that uh, is a real man and, and is a great friend and could make a great, um, partner or husband subconsciously. You don't realize it, but there's a, there's, there's a voice inside of you saying you don't deserve that. And so you can't appreciate, you can't appreciate, uh, a quality man because your subconscious settings have been programmed for dogs. And I know some of you all are probably getting angry with me, but really, if I don't make you angry sometime, I'm not really doing my job for you. Listen to what the Bible says in Matthew seven and six says, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you or tear you apart. Now, here's the sad thing. There are many great guys that are casting their pearls. You know, they, they're trying to do everything they can just to get you to show some kind of interest. And you're missing it. And you know why you're missing it? When he says, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine. It's, it's because the nature of these beasts does not allow them to recognize or appreciate value. And many of you, you email me and you said, oh, I wish you could, I wish you could uh, do, a, do some matchmaking for me. The reality is that a lot of y'all would not want the man I would choose for you. Because your nature does not allow you to recognize or appreciate value. Now you, t- you take that, that same dog and, and you cast diamonds and pearls to him. You know he'll bury it somewhere, lose it or whatever. Take that same dog. In fact, he probably won't pay attention to the diamonds and the pearls. Take that same dog. Throw a bone at him, a leftover bone, and he he gonna cherish that because that's the level, that's the level his nature allows him to appreciate. Take that same hog. Throw those pearls and swine, or pearls and diamonds at at the pig. You know, you're going to ignore that. Give him a pool of mud, he's going to bathe in that. He's going to appreciate it. Why? Because his nature allows him to appreciate on that level. And sometimes your broken consciousness is preventing you from really appreciating the pearls and the, sw- the pearls and the diamonds that God is bringing in your proximity. fact about it. Some of you, when you get free and and you really get delivered, you're going to look back over your life and you're going to discover that you left two or three great husbands in the friend zone because you just didn't know. And they see these guys are not the kind of guys that's just going to come straight on out at you. They have too much respect for you. So they're going to drop these hints that, you know, not subtle hints, real hints, man spending all day with you Every time man comes in town, he's trying to, you know, spend time with you. This is not subtle. This is just a man that's trying to say, OK, let me see if she's open and you never open up. Number three. When you are struggling with this broken consciousness, not only will it make you reject respectable treatment, uh, not only will it make you leave husband material in the friend zone, Number three, it will make you weak for men that have rejected you. That's probably the biggest problem is that when you're struggling with broken consciousness, there is uh, a soul tie quite often that is connected to you. And watch this. If that soul tie is not specifically enforced with the individual that it was created with, it has left an impression on you that you are attracted to the same kind of man. And so even, so even though you've left that man or he left you or however it ended, you are still attracted to the same kind of guy. So you keep getting the same outcome. And so you can't appreciate a a next level type guy because your total and complete focus is on, a man that you can perpetuate your soul tie with. It makes you weak for that kind of guy. You know, I was watching this show. Um, it's kind of ridiculous, but you know. Hey, I, I watch shows that I can look and peep into the the mindset of people. I like to I like to see how people think. And I forget the name of this show, but it's a show where Um, these women um, and sometimes men are hooking up with people in prison and then the people come out of prison and they're trying to figure out how they're going to make an actual relationship work. And um, I don't know if I've seen one on there that actually worked yet. Uh, Maybe one. Maybe one or two, actually. Uh, But this particular lady um, took this boy in from out of jail. and This boy is just Playing this woman, using her for her money and all of this kind of thing. And uh, its I mean, it's clear, you know, anybody, anybody that's well adjusted could look and see that this boy is just here to use this woman, spend her money, use her house, uh, have an address for parole, all this kind of thing. And so finally, the boy is constantly breaking her heart, breaking her heart, breaking her heart, breaking her heart. And finally, you know, she... I mean, I don't think the boy gone. I think she's just having a mad moment, but she talking to her sister the other day and she says the sister, she's going to start, she gonna, she's going to become a pen pal with another um, prisoner. You're going to do it again? She's going to do it again. And she says, at least I know where he's at. Okay. Because when you are struggling with broken consciousness, it, it makes you weak for the very men that constantly reject you. So you're going to go back to the same pool and think you're going to catch a different fish or think you're going to get a, a different outcome. It's a slave conditioning. It's what Israel went through when God brought them out of Egypt and, and he was bringing them through the wilderness, trying to get them to the promised land. But their, their psychology kept pulling them back to Egypt. They kept making statements about, you know, in Egypt, we had this. God's trying to make them kings, but their mindset is pulling them back to slavery. There was something appealing about slavery that would not allow them to appreciate the blessings of new opportunities and new levels. And when you're struggling with broken consciousness, it makes you weak for men that reject you. You you always want the kind of man that is not available. Or actually, you can flip this thing. It's the same thing for men. You always want that woman, that woman that's not available. Speaking of Israel, if you look in Exodus 14 and 12, it says, is not this the word that. We did tell thee in Egypt. They're fussing with, with Abram. I mean, with uh, Moses, saying, "Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians." They wanted. It. We told you, "Leave us alone. We don't need to be kings. We we just want to be slaves." For it had been better better for us to serve. And they, notice how they dressing it up. to I served the Egyptians. They were slaves. It had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. That's where their mindset was. And they dressed it up to make it look pretty. And sometimes when you're struggling with broken consciousness, you you are weak for the men that reject you. Now, why am I talking about this? It's because somebody needs to bring this to the forefront of your thinking, So that you can begin to step outside of your situation and take an objective look at your behavior, because at the end of the day, nothing changes until you do. And no one can change anything for you. You will have to make changes for yourself. And then number four. And finally, uh, when you're struggling with broken consciousness, how it sabotages potentially good relationships is it makes you angry watch this sometimes it makes a woman angry with everything male while praying incessantly for a man that's that's the thing that gets me is those of you that say ain't no man good, no, no man. Every man is a dog, and ain't no man good. But you on every platform that a man is talking about, you know how to recover from all of the drama that bad men have put you through. You on every platform that somebody's talking about, you know dating and, and how to overcome this and overcome that, and you on all these platforms talking about all men are dogs, ain't no man I don't want nothing to do with no man that's all you pray about that's all you emailing about some of y'all in the comments talking about ain't no man oh man I... I got your email you want a man But well, see that broken consciousness now creates within you this conflict you know you, you have not come to terms with the fact that um, you were broken by a certain type of man and watch this. Here's a harder truth for you to, to, to swallow. You chose him over and over and over again. And so you're eliminating the fact that there are different types of men. But the reason you're eliminating that fact is because subconsciously you don't want the kind that don't bite And so now your broken consciousness bails you out by saying all men are dogs. I don't like no man. I don't want nothing to do with no man. I'm done with men. Well, if you almost asked the question now, let me leave that alone. That ain't my business. But that ain't true. You, 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 you angry with everything male, but you praying all the time for a Man. And your broken consciousness because you won't take responsibility for your part in it. Number one, you have to acknowledge that, yes, society conditioned me this way. Yes, the absence of a father put me in this place. Yes, having no male, uh, you know, uh, guidance in my life, uh, you know, m- put me in a place where I did not understand how to interact in a, in a male perverted male dominated society. And yes, all of these things happen. And yes, I was conditioned. And yes, I made these mistakes and yes, I made these choices. So now I'm going to chill and I'm going to allow the spirit of God to purge my soul. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not an angry person. And I don't really believe that all men are dogs. I just believe that I've had some bad breaks and I've made some bad choices. And so I'll leave that alone. But this is, you know, this is what's been kind of circulating through my spirit relative to you because my aim is, my aim is to really help you to um, to at least be a launching pad to healing, as I always say, I'm no counselor, I'm no therapist, but I believe I can, I can have conversation with you that can kind of springboard you into um, a different way of living and thinking, and ultimately bring you to this place where you have this healing conversation, like Jesus had with the woman at the well. And when he got through having that conversation with her, this woman was so empowered, she ran into the city and told all the men, come see a man. This is in a time when a woman's words were not respected by men, but she she was so um, driven and so impactful that they were influenced by her. That's where I want to get you to, to a place where, You actually become whole. Yeah. To a place where you actually, you actually feel fulfilled in and of yourself and that you develop a healthy perspective on life so that you're open to good things. And that you you lose this mindset that all's wrong with the world. You have people all around you that are experiencing the best life has to offer. But you will never be able to experience beyond your dominant mindset. You will never experience life beyond your dominant mindset. And so I'm working on what, what do I work on here? I'm working on your mindset. I'm trying to help you shift your mindset. Everybody want to level their money up, but you've got to level your thinking up. If you're going to attract the, you know, the greater aspects of wealth, which are not money, but joy and peace and fulfillment, contentment and identity, you got to level your mindset up. And so let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this message that you have clearly poured into my heart. God, I ask you now to just move upon the hearts of every person watching this. Those that may feel, Father, like it's hopeless, like, you know, those that are believing the lies about age and size and all of this other stuff and they're defining themselves by these temporal factors. God help them to understand that they're greater than that and that you have a great plan for them and that no man has the right to define them, label them or grade them but God they are who you say they are and God help them now find healing for their souls. Help them now. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you've been blessed by this. Hope you didn't get too angry with me. I know I said some things, but I have to help you to see. I have to help you to see in the most loving way I possibly can. Now, listen, don't forget to stop by my website, rcblakes.com, and um, sign up for my email Email list. Don't forget to register for Kingology happening October the 10th. Don't forget to register for Queenology. Uh, the second part of 2.0, the training for reigning. And, um, just, you know, of course stop by Amazon, pick up any or all of my books. All of these things empower Lisa and I to be able to do everything that we do. Yeah. All of these things empower us to do everything that we do. I thank you, all of you that uh, give, uh, super chatting. Man, that means the world to me. I just, I can't tell you how much. That means the absolute world to me. And I'm so grateful. I do not take that lightly. I, I take that very seriously. In fact, about it, I wish there were a way that I could communicate with you directly uh, when I... Come back and I see all of you that have done that, but YouTube is not, um, given, uh, giving me that ability. That's why I need you to go to my website and to sign up for my mailing list because you're not officially in my community until you're on my database. If you, if YouTube shut down today or tomorrow, I would not know how to locate you. But if you're on my mailing list, I am able to communicate with you. You're then officially in my community. So I love you. I thank God for you. And uh, just know that Lisa and I are praying for you. And again, if you need counseling, there's a link in the description for better help. God bless you. I thank you again for tuning in. And remember this, you are on top and you're going higher. God has more in store for you. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.